You've landed at the 13 Moons Women's Temple podcast with your hosts, Sam and Leela. And so I think um, today we're, we're going to, I mean, this is like a very small, short moon diaries because mainly this week we'll be taken up with the energies of the, oh, there's another mainly this week we'll be taken up with the full moon um, lunar eclipse which is um, is obviously today and we'll probably feel that obviously for the next three days after and um, and and I mean for a while after because eclipses don't just um, you know disappear immediately but we should start to feel some shift once this finishes tonight and we'll talk about um, the time of it as well, but there is um, there is also a really nice aspect on Friday as well, which we can mention, which might just be a, a little portal of hope. Um, so, um, so yeah, well, not that we need that because it doesn't, you know, we can have hope in every moment. But um, it's just a nice thing to look forward to, really, on a Venus day. But um, let's talk about this um, this particular full moon. Um, so we are sitting in a full moon today. Um, it actually, um, the eclipse occurs tonight. I don't actually know when the fullness of the moon is. I, I can, I need, I might just have a quick look just to check what time the full moon is actually fully full, which is always a nice thing to think about. Um, but um, so in uh, tropical astrology, this is a full moon in Taurus. Um, and then in real sky terms, it's a full moon in Aries. So if you look up on your little app, you'll see that Aries is there. And that's just occurred. So that's really nice because yesterday the fishes were swimming there. Um, and today the ram is there. Um, and, and that's, um, yeah, it's cool to think about that really, the, the Aries energy being there and what that Aries energy can mean. This, that's a big shift from Pisces to to Aries and the energies that come up with it. So that in itself will be a shift for some people, depending on, and, and others of you might really associate with the fact that it's a tropical Taurus full moon as well. But really what we want to talk about today is just what an eclipse is, and then all that extra stuff we can kind of get into when we have our moon diaries tonight. So if you want to join us this evening, you could join us tonight and just, um, and learn a bit more about that. Okay, sorry. So it's full. It's full. Uh, so I think it'll be full at ten o two p.m. That could be Sydney time. So it might be nine o two p.m. It's actually full, which is quite cool. Just to think about. It's tonight. That's what I wanted to just check that it is tonight, and the eclipse happens tonight. Um, so first of all, one of the things we wanted to explain is that this is a lunar eclipse. And so a lunar eclipse occurs um, when um, the Earth is positioned and it's positioned precisely uh, between the moon and the sun. And so the Earth is casting a shadow on the moon. And um, I really liked what you said about this earlier, that this is where you find awe and wonder. So maybe you should talk about that awe and wonder of the shadow. Yeah, the well, it's... The Earth shadow on the moon. It's the... It's one of the only opportunities that you get to see the effect of the earth 
you know, we live on the earth, but we only get to see what it is that your eyes can see, which is, you know, maybe a few kilometres into the distance. If, if you're on a horizon, you can see out to the horizon, but you never actually, we never actually really get to see the effect of the earth on the space within which it's traversing until there's a lunar eclipse. Even when there's a solar eclipse, we're not seeing the effect of the earth. We're seeing the moon pass in front of the sun. And in itself, that is another awe-inducing um, moment because these are these two massive celestial bodies coming into um, uh, or c coming into a relationship that we can see with our eyes. You know, planets are moving in front of, or the planets of our solar system are moving in front of one another all the time, but it's not until we see the moon pass in front of the sun that we go, oh, my God, they are massive celestial bodies. And But the lunar eclipse is the occasion where we get to see the shadow of the Earth. And unless you're an astronaut, that's an one of the only times that you'll get the chance to see that, um, yeah, the the impact of our of the planet with and and its magnitude, and when you can actually sit in the contemplation of the magnitude of the shadow of the Earth, it just helps to put the significance or perhaps insignificance of some of the aspects of life because there are things that are just so much greater than we are but the significance of that is that we are a part of it and that is a very awe inducing um experience um yeah and once upon a time in the history of human beings, you know, we would look to the eclipses um, mm. and we had no concept of how it was happening because we didn't know the earth was round. <laughs> and if you don't know that the earth is round and you see a shadow passing over the moon, and, and that's something that we'll, I'm not sure if we'll have time to talk about today, but perhaps we'll talk about it on tonight's moon circle, is what that did collectively to, 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 be, to misunderstand what an eclipse is and and the impact that that had on the collective consciousness so it's it's a really cool time and kids you know kids if you want to see awe in action just you know allow be with a child when it's observing an eclipse for the first time or the second or whatever it's observing an eclipse they just they're just so inspired by the phenomenon which is really cool Yeah, I think um, I think most people are actually because they don't happen that often, and also we are fortunate as well that we can see it on this half of the Earth um, where we're living this evening. Because of course that's the other thing that sometimes these happen and we can't see them because they're happening, and we we haven't got the view. But tonight we have a view. So, well, depending on the sky, which is not looking very promising right now. <laughs> but um, if we had a clear night, it would be a good night for it. So it's a very um, it is very interesting to, yeah, just think, yeah, it actually isn't always that we can see it. Um, and so it, it's pretty, and that's why I think people get more and more excited about it. Um, and so, so that's what's actually happening. Um, and that's how we get this lunar eclipse. And then it's how it impacts you individually. And so 
regardless of what sign this um, full moon is in, regardless of what sign you are, it could be that you are feeling the effects of the eclipse. And Leela and I have been discussing this because we both feel them very differently. So I feel this full moon and have been feeling it really extremely, whereas Leela doesn't seem to be, but did for the new moon. And so we all have, it isn't, there's never a right, right way or a wrong way. And a lot of the time there's some blanket stuff that gets thrown out about how we're going to feel during the eclipses and that might not be used. So it's always perfect however you are feeling. One of the things that really I like to consider or have been really contemplating is the concept of an eclipse as the aspect of a dragon. And so when we have these um, eclipses, they basically highlight different nodes, the north node and the south node. So we can say that, um, so for example, we had a solar eclipse. So a solar eclipse is normally when things are being ignited, they're being begun but this solar eclipse actually happened in a south node which is would be um, at the the tail of the dragon so this is about our history our past so it was new beginnings and also that would have come about through stories from the past which is very interesting and then this this full moon eclipse that we're in now this lunar um, eclipse this and lunar eclipse so full moon is always about releasing so in a full moon we generally tend to release let go um, and that's the energy that we're in with this, but it happens to be um, in the North Node, which is the head of the dragon, and this is a new consciousness. So what we can say is that these are very much times where we need to sit with letting go of whatever it is that we need to let go of so that we can allow to come in all that we need to serve us for our highest good of our new state of consciousness whether that is for you individually, um, or whether we can see this as a collective shift. And that is where I sit and go, this is, this is an interesting time. So when we experience um, the, the concept of eclipse being the head and the tail of the dragon, it's about understanding that these Eclipse portals or periods are times to bring ourselves back into balance. And regardless of what sign they're in, it's about what is in balance in your life. And when the light is taken away, how does it feel? How do you feel? What is the shadows that come up for you? And you know how sometimes, and we've talked about this many times before, I love this, where you think about when you lift up a rock and out crawls all the creepy crawlies. And then if you were to you know, turn the light back on, you'd see all those things. Or I don't know if anyone's been night diving, that's an extremely um, sort of, yeah, quite an extreme thing to do. And you go down and it's completely dark and then you turn on the light and there are all these fish and all these um, sea animals that you wouldn't normally see that are there. And that's kind of what comes up when we go through these eclipses. And so it's, yeah, what is there? when we are afforded these moments that we don't normally have and what do you do with that time and how does it make you feel and can you actually make time to ponder it because eclipses are not a time to really do anything or achieve anything and definitely not a time to be working hard on manifestation they're much more a time to sit and ponder and yeah journal or talk things through with people it's good for that 
So yeah, it's very interesting. In Kundalini Yoga, we say that you shouldn't go outside under the energy of the <laughs> eclipse, which is really counterproductive if you want to take your children out to watch it. But <laughs> it's just one of those things. I don't really know where it's come from, but it's to do with the fact that, yeah, sitting underneath the energy can be too strong for our psyche. Um, so we tend to stay indoors and meditate during that time. Yeah. Which yeah. is exactly what we'll be yeah. doing. And, for a minute, you so. know, we're... It, Mm. it's an eclipse portal period so we started so the the this moon cycle is just solar eclipse lunar eclipse and so it's so funny i've been getting so many uh messages from people going what is going on with the stars <laughs> why is everything crazy and even people that are plugged in with you know astrology they're like tell me it's coming this craziness is going to be ending soon and we're you know, where you, you potentially have been really feeling it um, over these last couple of weeks or just noticing that everything is a little bit more sensitive or heightened or um, confusing. Th things, conversations, fights, arguments, situations um, are, are, can be quite confusing at the moment where you can't really understand why on earth you know, something is the way that it is or why on earth you're in this fight or why you're feeling so frustrated. And and these are all very common experiences in an eclipse portal, um, which, again, it's why it's, it's a really awesome practice to be able to find some stillness and some steadiness. Do a meditation. Do go for a walk. Do something to move your body, to shift your mindset for the time being um and like we've been saying in this kind of um over these last couple of weeks it you know if if you if you are getting to the point where you do you do have a good relationship with your mind and your sense of self and things are still a little bit crazy and outrageous you know this concept of of a good fight or being able to have challenging conversation without you know, throwing the towel in or without being able to completely, you know, ruin relationships is a really good practice right now. Um, it's like you are saying before, Sam, you know, we don't need to avoid things, but we need to be able to, to be honest and compassionate and understanding, but honest with somebody. And, and it's, you know, and you want to make sure that you've surrounded yourself with people who you can be that with and who you can be that for. Hmm. I really, um, and I just want to say on that, this is really important and I just want to just bring this to everyone's attention because this is why it's important to have a practice and to practice breath work and to even just go for a walk is because if we are being triggered in a moment, if our nervous system is triggered and we are in that uh, reaction mode, we cannot find compassion for the other. If we're trying to find compassion for the other and that's happening, we're going to become resentful because we're actually not going to be feeling it for ourselves. We're going to be overriding our nervous system. So it is really important to recognize where you are being triggered. And if you are being triggered at this time to actually really trust that and use the tools that you have to protect yourself because that triggering can be for a number of reasons. But 
we have to understand that the only way we can actually have compassion for another is if we are in a balanced state within our nervous system. If we are actually able to, yeah, breathe, feel centered, not be in that triggered state. So I personally think it's really good to understand that, especially if you have a busy home, especially if you've got, um, you know, anything happening within your relationships, just consider that we both need to be in that state of alignment with our nervous systems in order to have absolute compassion with each other. Otherwise, it's not really compassion and it will <laughs> it'll be like the dragon's tail. It'll come around and take you out. And so that's where balance is really important. And when you were just talking there, Leela, one of the things that came to my mind is this just reminds me personally of it being a very long night where my husband will tell me, like I will go over and over and over a story and keep telling him that we need to keep discussing it. And he'll be like, I think you just need to go to bed and it will be okay tomorrow morning. And this period feels like that to me. It's felt like it since last week. And it feels like I really just need to go to bed and maybe tomorrow morning it's gonna be okay when the light of the sun comes back up. But that analogy as you were talking just made me think that's where I'm at at the moment with this. Whether that's just me personally or whether it's the eclipse period, I'm not sure. But listening to and observing how I behave in an evening at nighttime, and women, we tend to do this. The sun goes down and we can go a little bit like, and just want to go over the thing, over it. We want to solve it. We want to blame. We want to shame. We want to solve. You know, we're just like, we're there. And the man's like, uh, maybe bed would be a good option. Just sleep. Just sleep on it. On sleep. There's no way I can sleep. I'm completely wired. La, 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 la. That's your excuse to not have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. But, and that's the, the energy that this comes up. This is when we're not in that balanced state. And so actually we do need to take ourselves away, find that safe space, which could be bed, and just wait, just lie low. Because once the sun comes back, all will be well. Yeah. And actually, just on that, if I can, can I jump on and then we'll do the meditation? But I just want to talk about Friday. Let's just jump on because maybe Friday is the Sunday. But Friday is um, a Venus day. We know that anyway. And I'm not sure where the moon is or any of those things, but I just want to share. It's an 11-11-22 day. So it's the 11th of the 11th and it's 2022, but that's still a lot of twos. It's one, 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 two, two, two. And it adds up to eight. It adds to an eight. And eight is a beautiful number. It's an incredibly abundant number. It is where we recognize that there is not a finite amount of anything. There is an infinite amount of all. And it comes from prana, from the richness of understanding life and all that we're blessed to have here in our amazing world. And so I feel like Friday is, I'm hoping, I was thinking somehow maybe we'll share a meditation on Friday or something, but it's just important to mark this as a day on your calendar that just has all the ones and all the twos. <laughs> and from that, just recognizing that, yes, we come from oneness and we fear separation, but the oneness will always come back. It is an infinite cycle. We are born and we will die. 
and we will rebirth again. And that is an eclipse energy. I love that. And I feel that might be a good completion day. That's really cool. And just on that note, I'll just share a story, something I realized this morning. (laughs) Two years ago on the 11th of the 11th, so the 11th of November 2020, oh, no, last year, 2021, um, was when I posted our Gobinde Mukande Celestial Communication to YouTube, which is our most successful video on YouTube. And I only just realized this morning that it went up on the 11th of the 11th. And I thought, "Mm, Mm. there's something in that. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Let's find something to put up on the 11th of the 11th, 2000. But anyway, make a note in your diary. It's a Venus day. And numerology, numerology, I can't say that word, but you know what I mean. In numerology, clearly. It's an eight day. And so just feel that infinite capacity to really sit in awe of everything on Friday and experience that sense of infinite love that flows through you always. And so what we're going to do is do a very short three-minute meditation just to really sit in these energies. And um, it's a meditation that um, balances uh, it's a tapfa balance meditation. The tapfas basically represent the elements <laughs> going through this last night. So we have earth, air, fire, water, and ether. And these are all within us. They will all leave us at the point where we take our last pranic breath. But it's important that we recognize that we are part of nature and us are not separate. We are one with nature. And actually, when we are sitting in awe underneath the... Um, astronomical events that are occurring, it is really an opportunity to drop back into our state of nature and recognizing our um, requirement to be in balance of all these um, elements within ourselves and within all that is. So we bring the fingers together and this is gonna bring us into a state of um, balance beyond stress and duality, which is gonna come up potentially, maybe for some of you, during this time and you want to just hold it so it's just about in front of your heart and you want to stretch those thumbs back and put a little bit of pressure so there's slight pressure you're feeling the pressure and then all we're going to do is inhale you can close your eyes and just even open them slightly and look down between that first little diamond shape there you're going to inhale slowly through the nose And you're going to exhale through the lips in eight equal strokes. And just continue.
So just finishing your next exhalation. And then inhale deeply. Suspend the breath, press into the fingers, feel yourself as one with nature. Press and feel the balance coming within you. Powerful exhale. And then stretch the arms up and shake. Good. And so just pause for a moment and notice how you feel. Notice the sensations in your hand, the clarity of the mind's eye. And just notice just how simple it can be to bring yourself back into this place of balance. Uh, I hope that there is an opportunity for you to drop into a quiet space today to feel the energies of love, joy, peace and bliss and to sit in awe of everything. And we hope that if it will serve you, that you will be able to find time and join us this evening for our moon circle, where we'll share more meditations and practices that we hope will be supportive under this beautiful eclipse. Um, and just on that, the eclipse begins at 6pm and is at its max point at 8.59pm. So we'll be able to mark that on our moon circle, which is really lovely, mm. actually. And it ends at 11. We're right under it. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. I'm actually really spacey after that meditation. <laughs> just like I could just float away on a cloud now. That's so good. It's nice. And that's a really, what's powerful when we recognize that we only have to do a few minutes. We don't have to do big, long practices. And this could be done anywhere. I mean, it's just not, it's not mm -hmm. even, no one would even know. I mean, you just do it in the car, do it anywhere. But use some of these mm -hmm. tools. These tools really also, do work. Um, thank that's you why, for being here with us. Um, hope either we'll see you this evening. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're catching this as a recording um, and after Tuesday night and you're wanting to participate in the circle, you can still go back and do that because it will be recorded. So it will be there for you. Yeah, because yeah, we'll be feeling the after effects of, of this um, eclipse portal and this lunar eclipse tonight for many, many days to come. So that is, that's a resource there for you to, to draw from. Sending you all so much love. Satnam. Thank you for taking the time to be with us on this podcast episode. These are sound bites and conversations about things we think are important to support the collective ascension towards more love, acceptance, hope and harmony on the planet Earth. Together we can continue to support each other through conversations that need to be held. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your people. We would love it if you subscribe to our channel and even rate the podcast if you feel called to. 
You can also find us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Spotify just by searching the 13 Moons Women's Temple. <laughs>